Hello, everybody, and welcome to this special episode of the Print Design Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Hopkins, and thanks so much for being here. You know, I'm feeling something. I don't, maybe it's like the rum in this eggnog. No, can't be. That's not it. Uh, I know what it is. You know what it is? I'm feeling festive. It is that time of year, and I'm feeling festive. right i figure it's about time for that 2020 christmas gift guide where's it the 2021 no it's 2020 i mean i know the year but do you do it for like the next year no it's this year it's actively this year because it's in december i've thought through this now out loud and i'm just gonna leave this in there it's the christmas gift guide of 2020 specifically for you print designers you graphic designers who want to print something who want to get something in print, who want to just mm, feel that print vibe fulfilled in this festive time of year. So I had a lot of fun putting this one together and uh, I pulled some of this from my own experiences, from the things that I want to get, the things that I have enjoyed in years past. And I've also reached out to some of my print design friends, my designers out there who are creating some stellar print asking, hey, What's important to you? What's on, uh, what's on the old wish list this year? So I'm excited to get into this one. Let me just finish a little bit more festive music. We'll get to the print design podcast intro because it's not official until the intro's done. And then let's get to the old gift guide. See you there. To the print design podcast the show where we talk about all things print and packaging we go behind the scenes with designers and talk about the print projects they designed that really rocked their world from file prep to holding the finished product in their hand and all the key decisions in between so let's talk ink on paper All right. Hello, everybody. You know, I had a lot of fun picking out songs for that intro. There were so many ways you could go with it. Do you go classic? Do you go romantic? Do you go like sad and moody? Or do you go like rock and angry in your face? You know, what about this one? I thought this was kind of cool. This Christmas trap. Hang on here. Right? Like some Christmas trap music. Thought that was kind of fun. Anyways, hello everybody and welcome here. Thank you so much for joining me on this special, special episode of the Print Design Podcast. We will get back to your regularly scheduled interviews with incredibly talented print designers shortly. But this one is just a little something different. Just a little something fun. So I want to kick this off and I want to just start it by saying this year has been nuts. I don't need to go into details. I don't need to say any more than that, but it's been nuts. A lot of designers out there hurting financially, looking for work, looking for that next job. A lot of people dealing with layoffs. And I want to just really encourage you that if you're dealing with some sort of 
stress and financial burdens and all sorts of stuff. Like, don't even think about getting gifts for people. Don't even worry about that. Honestly, get some paper, draw something. This year, I'm actually sending Christmas cards. I want to send out Christmas cards to people because one, it's print and how related is that? Two, there's just something special about receiving mail, handwritten from somebody who sent it. Just something cool about that. And plus, it's going to be fun creating these Christmas cards and all sorts of funny festive puns you could pull off. So I would urge you to do that. Don't worry about spending money on anything. Just create something cool that, you know, doesn't take a lot of financial resources, stuff that you have around the house that you can just create a really unique experience for somebody that you're sending a gift to. Because really, that's what print is about. That's what Christmas is about. You know, giving and creating and just these joyful experiences. Print can create these incredible tangible experiences and you can do that yourself this festive season by sending some Christmas cards. So, I mean, I mean, I guess you could count that as like the first item. The first gift is make a Christmas card and send it out. Um, I have three kids. My two older kids are two little girls. I say little, they're like 10 and 12 now, so they're not quite little, but they decided this year they wanted to make Christmas cards and sell them in our little community. So I thought, what the heck? Go ahead. That'd be awesome. So they're upstairs right now creating some Christmas cards. So do that. That's item number one. So I'm going to start this off by sort of scaling up from, you know, inexpensive stuff, stuff that's more approachable. And then I want to get into a couple of like big ticket, sweet, fancy items Um, that I myself have my eye on, um, you know, if not for Christmas, because I don't want, you know, somebody to have to, or to feel like they have to spend, you know, any kind of money on me, because that's definitely not it. But something that I feel would improve my process, my workflow, the things that are important to me, you know, as we get into this next year, and hopefully a recovery year for everybody, you know, just to get back up on our feet and get the world back up on our feet. So without further ado, the next item up on this Christmas wish list is printed merch. Now there's a number of awesome places that you can get some printed merch, whether that's shirts, koozies, but specifically I'm talking cards here, Christmas cards, um, greeting cards, things like that, uh, posters even. So the first one I want to give a shout out to is Porch Light Press. Now, like I mentioned I'm sending out Christmas cards this year. I'm going to I'm going to create some of them. I'm going to send out some of the ones that my kids are creating as well, but I'm definitely going to be purchasing some from some local vendors or some online places, uh, local print shops that produce their own. So first one, like I mentioned, Porch Light Press. This is the amazing letterpress shop out of Vancouver, British Columbia that I used to print the Print Design Academy membership certificates. Now, I documented that whole process. The team there was awesome to work with, and they got some really fun, funky designs. They're all designed in-house. They're all letterpress printed in-house. They got a really wide selection for different holidays, just regular greeting cards, funny cards, all sorts of things. So head over to porchlightpress.com. And I should also say that all of these uh, links, all the web links that I'm going to talk about in this episode will be down in the sort of show notes of this podcast episode. Um, so if you hear something that you really want to check out, go down there for the, for the accurate link. I may stutter through it and you might not get it. But uh, porchlightpress.com, some awesome greeting cards and Christmas cards there. 
Moving on to another incredible print shop, Studio On Fire. Amazing greeting cards. They've got printed posters. They've got card decks, uh, like playing card decks as well, which are all awesome gifts to give for that print designer. And it's just print and it's in your hand and it's tangible and something that's going to last a long time. So to find those, head over to studioonfire.com. Pretty simple, that one, Studio on Fire. Now, another awesome one is a gentleman that I interviewed on the Quickie Podcast, Francisco from Nevermade. Now, if you haven't heard of Nevermade before, he is a very talented gentleman. He creates some incredible poster work, and um, you got to go check out his stuff because having some of his stuff on the wall would be pretty freaking rad. So he's cranking out just some wicked screen prints in his distinctive style which I absolutely love. So if you're looking to pick up some of those, head over to nevermade.com. How did he pick up that URL, right? Pretty sweet. Nevermade.com. Head over there. My buddy Francisco is doing some amazing screen printed stuff to give to that designer who's looking for a poster on the wall. He's got some space for some artwork. Now, another one is uh, Lincoln Design Co. I've spoke with Dan from Lincoln on uh, episode 12 of the Print Design Podcast, and uh, I've also connected with him over on the Quickie Podcast. But when he was on the Print Design Show, we talked about the newspapers that they created to showcase their work, to send to clients, things like that, but they're also for sale to you. They're super rad and they are available in their shop along with books and posters and all sorts of other stuff that Lincoln Design has put together in their sort of merch category. Some wicked stuff there. Now, if you're looking to pick up some of those, I probably don't need to tell you, but I'm going to anyways, head over to lincolndesignco.com and just check out the shop there and you can see all the stuff that's available. My personal favorite is some of the posters that they have. They've got a couple in particular, the Logo Mayhem poster. Ooh-wee. That is a slick piece, and any designer would appreciate having that up on their wall. Or under the tree, I should say, keeping it festive under the tree. Next up in this prints and merch uh, category is Mama Sauce, another incredible print shop out there. Um, not only a rad name, Mama Sauce, but just doing incredible work. Extremely talented crew there. Um, check out, especially in their shop, the proofs and test print section. I nerd out when it comes to like setup sheets and make ready sheets and things that you know are overprinted and turned different ways. Like there's just so much depth, and it it really shows you the layering of screen printing and some different things that you can do. So not only does it look really cool and it's a cool thing to have but you can actually learn from it. So that's awesome too. So if you want to check out the Mama's Sauce merch, and I know you do, especially that um, proofs and test print stuff, head over to mamas-sauce.com. Get some of that sauce. Now, next one is a recent addition from an episode or two ago, um, Pink Bike Ralph. Now, I had an incredible conversation full of amazing stories like touring with Mumford and & Sons and screen printing live at their concerts, all the way to printing beer koozies for stand-up comedians with dick jokes and all kinds of things from that episode. But he has some incredible merch over in the shop. Um, now, um, what's the word? Should I put like a parental warning on this one? There's some curse words in there, kids. So uh, make sure you're, you know... 
old enough to understand those. But if you're interested in some Pink Bike Ralph merch, and you should be, um, head over to pinkbikeralph.com. Now, I'm going to point out one of my favorite categories in his store there, some of my favorite stuff. Um, Just click on the category called hot dogs. Yes, hot dogs. Feeling festive, isn't it? All right, moving on from, you know, prints and merch that you can buy from people who have already made it, you can make your own. So that's next in this Christmas gift guide. And I'm going to like divide up these sections just with a little bit of that like Christmas trap. So pause here before the next category for some festive trap music. So like I said before the trap, the next category is making some merch for a friend, taking your designs or their design work and artwork and creating some really cool stuff with it. So first I wanted to mention stickers. Stickers and the best place I've heard about getting stickers from and where I will be ordering stickers for this podcast and for Print Design Academy from is Sticker Mule. Um, There's so many different sizes, different materials, different styles, Um, all sorts of different things that you can use and small quantities are okay too. Like you can get away with 50 stickers or something like that at a a buck 50 or two bucks each, depending on what style of sticker you go for. So creating some of your artwork or your friend's artwork or something like that and giving that out for Christmas, a little stocking stuffer perhaps would be really cool. A great thing to receive. So if you haven't done that yet, this is the sign. It's time to do that this festive season. So if you want to get some stickers made up of your stuff or your friend's designs, head over to stickermule.com. That's sticker, M-U-L-E dot com. Now the next one I thought is pretty awesome as well, and that's making your own custom notebooks with your artwork as the cover, or like I said, your friend's artwork as the cover. And you can get these in quantities as low as one. One single book starting at 12 bucks. You can add some options. Had 80 pages of either lined paper or you can get blank paper for like sketchbooks. And where can you find these? Our good friend Vista Print. Vistaprint.com. These are five and a half inch by eight and a half inch notebooks coil bound with either your artwork or your friend's artwork as the cover. You can also add like back cover and inside cover and stuff for some extra costs, but get one. You can order one of them. That's pretty awesome. A custom notebook ordering one. That's not uh, heard of very often. So check that out. And if you're into that, vistaprint.com is where you can find it. Next, I want to talk about is enamel pins of again, your design or your friend's design. And the best place, I did a little research, a little bit of looking around, and the place that I've been pointed to is called thestudio.com. And what's great about this place, again, no minimums. You want one pin, you want three pins, go for it. You can even get some socks, get your design on some socks while you're at it. So if you want to get enamel pins or socks, head over to thestudio.com. No minimums. Order one. Order two, order three with a unique design on each. I couldn't access the pricing portion of this, but I cannot imagine these would be obscenely expensive to get a few enamel pins made up. So check that out. 
All right, and the next section we're going to get into is books. Books and notebooks. So I've got three that I really wanted to mention here. So the first one is when you're doing print design, the program InDesign, Adobe InDesign, is an important part of that. So my friend Dave Clayton is an InDesign pro, and he put together a book literally called How Do I Do That in InDesign, which is an just incredible tool for any designer, but especially print designers working in InDesign or doing layout in InDesign. I highly recommend this book by my friend Dave Clayton. You can find it on Amazon. Just look up How Do I Do That in InDesign. And you can follow Dave on Instagram at It's Dave Clayton, C-L-A-Y-T-O-N. On Instagram, It's Dave Clayton. So check him out there. Next up is the, there's a couple of them, a couple of them, but the author and creator of these is Kelly Anderson. Now, I interviewed Kelly on episode 13 of the Print Design Podcast, and I was blown away by the interview and by her her ideas and the way she thinks about creating these unique books. So the two that I really want to give a shout out right now is a book called This Book is a Planetarium and another one called This Book is a Camera. Both are printed, obviously. They're just incredible pieces to have and to show and to to show off really because it's there's such unique experiences so they're by kelly anderson that's kelly with an i and you can find them at kellyanderson.com i've also seen them on amazon as well but definitely check them out this book is a planetarium and this book is a camera literally a camera you can take pictures with the book pretty freaking awesome next up is a notebook that I wanted to shout out, and it's the classic field notes. I I just keep going back to these books because they're just so invaluable. They're the right size, they the right construction, the great designs. They're just so practical, and especially coming into the end of a year with a new year coming, starting the year with like a fresh blank notebook ready for your ideas, ready for a year or less of creating for you before you have to get another one. Um, it's so cool. So the few that really jump out to me and look really awesome to me are the most recent ones by Maggie Rogers, a collab that she, they did. They have the national parks editions as well, which are awesome. And the Wilco W I L C O editions. So those three sort of versions or, you know, versions. Yeah, I guess that's the right word. Those three versions of the field notes books, Um, just looks so cool. Now, bonus is as a print designer, not only can you illustrate print ideas and sketch stuff, um, but you can actually order full-size press sheets from the print runs of these books. I'm personally a sucker for a full-size press sheet or make-ready sheets like I was saying back when we were talking about Mama Sauce earlier in this episode, those make-ready sheets um, with color bars and crop marks and, you know, everything running up on the sheet. I'm a huge fan of those. And from Field Notes, from their website, you can buy the full-size press sheet from these runs, from the runs of the covers 
of these notebooks, which is super awesome. So if you, again, have a designer or a friend that you're buying gifts for that maybe they appreciate print, they've got an open space on their wall, having a full-size press sheet from Field Notes would be a pretty rad thing to have on the wall. Definitely check that out. Okay, switching gears here. Now, this next one was a little bit tough to come up with because I really wanted to include something on this list that just like spoke to my inner child. Something that, you know, Lego crossed my mind. I was like, maybe is there like a Hot Wheels car mat that you have to like color in or something like that? Just trying to find something that spoke to my inner child. And then I remembered these. 3D printing pens um, called the 3D Doodler. There's a couple of different ones, but the highly reviewed one is 3D Doodler. And these run from around 79 bucks or so. Um, US, you can get more expensive. You're adding a kit of different um, modeling colors and different things like that. But not only do these look super rad and fun, but it completely relates to print design. Now, hang tight. Let me connect these dots here for you. So when you're creating something in print, you are designing on a screen or sketching in a sketchbook, but you're thinking about it in the tangible form. When this becomes a, a real object, when this is something physical and tangible, and when you have this design in 3D in your hands, you're designing for that, creating something physical the papers that you're going to interact with, thinking through how the pages are going to cross over, how this is all going to interact as a physical piece. So using a 3D pen to take your ideas or using your creativity to create these unique 3D physical objects is just a great exercise of the mind that ties in and relates to print design. You see how I did that? Just roped it back in, just, whoa, U-turn, right back in there, just like print design. So these spoke to my inner child because they just look so cool just to mess around with. Um, and also, I mean, you're just creating something physical. You can really play with you know, it in multi-dimensions. And it's, yeah, something cool. So if you are looking to pick one of these up for yourself or for a friend, um, or if you want one of these, add it to your Christmas list, write your letter to Santa and ask for the 3D Doodler. That's number three. Then D, D-O-O-D-L-E-R dot com, 3D Doodler, 79 bucks. All right, so that was my inner child, my, my toy kind of uh, section of this episode. Next up, I want to get into a tool, if you will a tool for the print designer. I would say a necessary tool. And that is Pantone Books. Now, Pantone creates some pretty cool merch, uh, things like mugs and cool postcards and card sets and things like that. But I'm specifically talking about the tools of the Pantone book. It's nice to add these to the Christmas list because rather than going out and spending your own dough on it because they ain't cheap, you can ask Santa because Santa... Uh, you know, sometimes has a little bit bigger budget. Sometimes, right? 
So if you are new to Pantone Books, I highly recommend starting with just the formula guide in coded and uncoded. They come together in a set, and this gets you into the Pantone game. There's over 2,000 colors there, and they're just brilliant to look at. And that is going to last you five, up to five years, really. It can yellow over time, and it's great to keep them fresh just to keep the colors as accurate as possible. So I would recommend every three to five years, depending on how much you use it, you get them replaced. But that is where you want to start. The formula guide, coded and uncoded. And I think it's going for around 160 bucks US right now for that set. Now, if you already have one of those sets that's less than three to five years old or so, um, that's cool. It's still good. I would say add to that collection and ask for the Color Bridge Guide Set. Now this takes your spot PMS color and puts the CMYK equivalent of that color right beside it on the page. Now this is incredible for looking at brand colors especially and seeing what they look like printed in CMYK. So if you've got a Pantone 200, what does that quote unquote Pantone 200 equivalent look like in CMYK? Some are pretty close. Others, not so much. So this is another great thing that you can do with it. If you are looking at Pantone 200, for example, and the CMYK equivalent of that is not quite accurate, it's not as nice as you like, you can look up and down that page and in a couple pages before and a couple of pages after, is there a different CMYK value in that red range that looks closer to Pantone 200 or you feel replicates it better? You can use those CMYK values instead because helping, you know, finding that CMYK value Pantone match is important for doing print design, especially when customers aren't paying extra for a Pantone color on their full color print job, but they still want the branding to look good, you know? So if you've already got the spot color, the, the guide coded and uncoded, if you've already got the color bridge, then my friend, it's time to splurge. Get into the metallics or the pastels and the neons. Build like an incredible stash of Pantone books, which are just great resources for designers who are designing for print or wanting to design for print. So awesome. The metallics book obviously just takes you through hundreds of different metallic Pantone colors, all with varying levels of sheen and shine. And the Pastels and Neons book is exactly like it sounds. The Pastel Pantones, Neon Pantones, and some of those Neon Pantones are freaking rad. Like you can do some cool stuff with those. Build a stash. Like I said, they're good for three to five years or longer in some cases, depending on how often you have it out of the dark drawer, how often you're using that in your work. Pantone books, get in there, ranging from prices anywhere from 160 bucks US to sort of get into the entry level stuff all the way up to, you know, you can get into four or 500 bucks US getting bigger sets and more collections, things like that. Pantone books. All right, we are cruising through this festive list, this gift guide of 2020 for the Print designers, the print edition, you know, the print edition. Uh, the other reason I think I want to put those uh, little trap breaks in there is just to break up the sound of my voice. Gosh, I'm really sorry you have to listen to it for so bloody long. 
But I promise I got some fun stuff to say. So stick with me. Next up is, um, is something that I'm going to first tell you a story about. So we are sitting a lot of the day. I'm sitting a lot of the day. Um, a lot of designers I know are sitting for a lot of the day. I try and batch my podcasts, um, you know, one or two days a month where I just hammer through five to seven podcast interviews in a day. One, because once I start, I'm in the zone. I'm in the zone and I feel like I get better interviews that way than doing one-offs, you know, here and there. So I want to batch them and keep them together. The other thing that does is it just feels really productive to cross off like a month and a bit worth of, of content and interviews in, you know, in a shorter time span. So I can focus on how do I really want to bring these to the listeners? How do I really want to present these and put the artwork together and blah, 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 blah. But I found, you know what? I'm sitting way too much. If I'm doing that kind of batch, I'm sitting for six to 10 hours straight in a day with bathroom breaks and water breaks and stuff. But so earlier this year, I was like, I want a standing desk. I really want a standing desk. Um, and I went to Ikea ready to get a standing desk and found the one that I really wanted for 700 bucks. And I'm like, man, I just do not want to spend 700 bucks on a desk. That's a little bit bigger than I want it to be. Yeah, it goes up and down like I want, but it just would occupy too much space and the color wasn't quite right. So it didn't feel right. So I came home and I thought, you know what? I'm just going to like ghetto some sort of standing desk, fabricate something super cheap if I can. So what I did is I took a wooden crate and I put upside down on my desk and I put my 27 inch iMac on top of that. It was the right height. It worked great. The stability wasn't flawless, which made me a little bit nervous, but it worked. It worked okay. Then my mouse and keyboard, uh, or sorry, the keyboard I had on the front of the crate and my mouse, I lifted it up with yoga blocks and I put a binder on top of the yoga blocks. Talk about ghetto. It was cheap and I did the trick, but there would then be times where I'm standing for seven hours straight doing podcast interviews and my knees and my ankles and my feet were not happy about it. So I'm looking for a solution. And this is like the last couple of weeks, no, long, a little bit longer than that, but a month, I've been looking for a solution and reading reviews like crazy and all sorts of different things. And I keep coming back to the same thing. And this is something that I am going to get, um, if not for Christmas, early in the new year, because it's a perfect fit for me. And this is the Flexi Spot Standing Desk Converters. This is a thing that sits on your desk. Um, you can raise it and lower it, not your whole desk, but just this converter on top. It's got this little like scissor lift that lifts up the surface where your computer's resting. Now, the Flexi Spot ones have the biggest mouse and keyboard tray, which was something that was important to me. And they also have that part removable if you want. So if you don't, aren't going to be using your keyboard and you find it getting in the way of, you know, your hand gestures or something like me when I'm talking to people or doing an interview on screen, um, they're just so great. They have higher stability than a lot of the ones that I've looked at. They have a one hand up and down operation. Um, and they're just, they look good. They look good. They mesh in. They have a cool style and they seem really well built. They have a number of different versions of these things depending on your needs, but they range from about 150 bucks US to 200 bucks US, 
which is way cheaper than a $500 to $700 standing desk. And it does the same trick. So the Flexi Spot Standing Desk Converters, that's F-L-E-X-I Spot, Flexi Spot Standing Desk Converters. I will be getting one of these shortly and I will be putting a photo of it up as soon as it's on my desk and I'll do a little like desk setup. Maybe I should do that, like a desk setup, um, like Instagram Live or something like that. Once I get the Flexi Spot, we'll do that. FlexiSpot standing desk converters. Moving on. All right, y'all, moving on to the next item. Now, as I look at my notes for this episode, I cannot help but feel like a complete nerd about this next one. But I literally saw this device over two years ago, and I can't believe I still don't have one but it still impresses me every time I see the Instagram ad or the Facebook ad or come across this thing in a YouTube video or whatever. And it's the NYX Mini 2 Color Sensor. Pick it up for about 110 bucks US right now. And when I first fell in love with this product years ago, um, it was pretty entry level, like it was a brand new product. Since then it's evolved and it's getting better and better and cooler and cooler and you basically, it's this really cool 3D printed um, scanner that fits nicely in your hand. It's all wireless and you hold it up to something. It tells you the color of that thing in multiple color standards. We're talking Pantone, CMYK, RGB, um, Hex, like all kinds of different color standards. Then through their app that links with it, you can like mix and match between printed colors, printed versions of the color and web versions of the color. You can scan paint chips or wall colors and match that color in print or on the web. Um, It's just so many cool things that you can do with it. And especially when you're getting into that print design thing, imagine being at the customer's office and they're like, yeah, we really like this color and it's the color I painted my wall. Now this happens more than you think where customers have like a backpack or, uh, you know, their favorite sweater that they really love the color on and they want to print something in that color. And you're like, okay, now you can take this little scanner on the spot, place it down on this thing and it will tell you the color. It gives you the color. Such a cool device. Um, it, the NYX NIX mini two color sensor. They have a pro model for a few more bucks that will extend the gamut that it looks at and you can customize inputs and other bits. But, you know, most jobs out there um, are going to be totally fine with the NYX Mini 2 color sensor. And the price ain't bad. 110 bucks US. Mm-hmm. Gotta check that out. All right, here we are at the last item of the 2020 Print Designers Christmas Gift Guide put on by the Print Design Podcast and and me, Dave. <laughs> Just Dave. And this is by far the most expensive one on the list. So, you know, you got to have some deep pockets for this one. But it's a tool and a half. And that's the, the Mac Daddy, the not not a Mac, not an iMac. That's, I can understand the confusion there. Um, not Mac Daddy. N- yeah, yeah, the, the big kahuna. Um, the iPad with Apple Pencil. 
Um, this just takes mobility in creative to a whole nother level. And this year, Adobe really leveled up with the iPad apps that you can use. I mean, Illustrator on the iPad. There's so many different things that you can do uh, with the Apple Pencil and the iPad. Now, previously, you had to have like a really expensive iPad, the iPad Pro, in order to use the Apple Pencil. That recently changed, and now you're able to use even like a cost-effective iPad, like the iPad Air, and still use the Apple Pencil to access all of the tools that that just opens up for you. Um, you know, like I mentioned, Adobe apps really like hit the ball out of the park this year with the iPad apps they created, and it creates just this incredible mobile working tool. Um, thinking like you're designing a booklet at a meeting with a client and you can like sketch out what it looks like right there with them. You can design like brochures on the move, draw sketches and, you know, even create spots so that when you get home to your desktop, you can just drag images and things like that into that design and boom, you're ready to rock. It just creates, it's just an incredible, incredible accessibility to creating on the go. So I strongly recommend the iPad with Apple Pencil. You're going to be getting in around like the 700 bucks US mark to get into this stuff. So it ain't cheap. You can also look um, online and find some older models like the first generation iPad Pencil and older iPad Pros are still really, really powerful. And you can definitely pick those up and save some bucks over going for new and still gain that the mobility of, you know, the creating on the road, on the go, um, that the iPad and the Apple Pencil allows. So iPad with Apple Pencil to round out this list. So that wraps up the print designers Christmas gift guide for the 2020, the year that, my God, what happened? Um, bananas. Anyways, like I said, everybody, I, you know, do not feel the pressure this festive season to go out gifting and buying a bunch of stuff and things like that. Just create some cool, use your skills, your talents of illustration, your talents of design to design and create some really cool Christmas cards and just start there and send those to your friends and family. That is going to be well appreciated with this time of year with social distancing and everybody, you know, not being able to have that usual Christmas that, you know, we usually would. Everybody over and everybody eating too much and everybody drinking too much and staying up too late or <laughs> falling to bed really, really early. Um, all of those things. But you know what? We got to do what we got to do. Roast some chestnuts. Don't forget, like, make yourself a turkey. Uh, some stuffing. Oh, the stuffing. Make some stuffing. Experiment with some recipes. Watch some Jamie Oliver. You know, actually, speaking of Jamie Oliver, my, my favorite um, episode of Jamie Oliver is some of his Christmas specials that he's done in the past. And they are so good. So, so good. They're fun to watch, and they just get you in the spirit. They get you in the mood. So pour rum and eggnog, watch some Jamie Oliver. <laughs> there's, my, there's my rounding up advice <laughs> for the end of this episode. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad we can all laugh at this. 
Um, like I said, all of the links to the gifts and things like that mentioned in this episode, you can find those in the show notes. The show notes. Find them there, and there'll be links to get to all of the places and you know find the prices and blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Thanks, everybody, for listening this year. I'm going to keep my eyes out all year for some really, really cool stuff that um, we can add into this Christmas gift guide. So, you know what? I also wanted to point out, like, it may seem like a little bit early for a Christmas gift guide episode, but because this year has been the way it's been, I thought, let's get to some festive joy a little bit early. And also, if you are going to order some of these stuff for you or your friends or you want somebody to order these for you off your Christmas list, you got to let them know early because shipping timelines this year are going to be nuts. That's the other reason. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy holidays. It's a tad bit early, but I don't care. We have one out of two Christmas trees up and it feels right to me. It feels good. So have a great festive season. We are going to be back next week with another great interview from a very talented print designer. But ooh, enjoy this. Let me know what you think of this. Send a screenshot over to uh, Instagram and tag at printdesign underscore academy so I know that you checked it out and I can send you a message and say, ho, ho, ho. See you later.